You're now listening to Shot vs. Smiles. the state of Ohio. I like the Buckeyes. I like Joe. I like Joey Burrow. I like Joe Burrow. I kind of like that LeBron fella. He's cool. Um, Drew Carey. He, he's he's neat. Um, I like I like those uh, major league movies. Uh, though they were the Indians, they were Cleveland Indians in that. Uh, shout out to Charlie Singh. But the rest of the state couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing positive I have to say about Columbus, Ohio. I don't even. The only thing I know that fictionally, uh, Kim Reese from a different world was from Columbus. So I right. remember. I'm so definitely remember. starting the episode off like this. <laughs> yeah. I do not. I do not have anything really nice to say about the state of Ohio. <laughs> I don't have anything nice to say about. It. I have um, nothing cool to say. Like when Joe Kim Noah said, and I quote. Do you ever hear about people taking a vacation in Cleveland? Is Cleveland cool? I was like, no. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. It's not, but it's my it's my it's my home state, so I I I, 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 I look at you crazy. <laughs> I'm like, ain't nothing to nobody. <laughs> you moved here. So obviously, some look, obviously I'm right about the state of Ohio. <laughs> some some didn't keep you there. Yeah, but still, I you know you can't just somebody just talk about you, talk about your state like that. <laughs> no, I still I won't name the e athlete. I won't name him, but um, the e athlete. Um, I believe he's still yeah he's still in the NBA uh, e league. He's still he's still the what's it called? It's not it's not called the NBA e league. Oh, what's it called? What's the Video game one called I forgot. Two K League. Oh, he's still in Two K League. I told him I jokingly said I did not care about Cleveland or Ohio. He got mad. So shout out to him <laughs> because I forgot I cannot jokingly say I don't like Ohio to everybody because some of y'all really love Ohio. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> I mean, I really love that place. And I said, mm, mm, why? I always ask why. I always ask why. I, even ask, I ask you all the time, home, okay? Oak Cliff is home. I like it. It's okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Dallas. I really do. <laughs> now, that's a place to love, though. I mean, it's so many interesting things, interesting people. We just had a... Right. Ah, you know, I'll tell you the crap that's here. <laughs> There's some y'all, crap around here. Y'all have, a, y'all have a lot of talent that comes out of Oak Cliff. I've, I've met a lot of talent that comes out of Oak Cliff. <laughs> You're talking to the top talent right here. Um, <laughs> I mean, you are the mayor. But I guess, you know, we should probably, you know, do the introductions if y'all haven't heard yet, you know, because I'm definitely going to start it off with that Ohio part. I'm telling you. Yeah, but you know, y'all listening to episode twenty-two, Deuce Deuce, of Shot versus Smiles. I'm your boy Smiles. I'm not even gonna say that my main one I say because my man made some crazy 
predictions and stuff. So I'm gonna skip that that main one that y'all know I always say. So I'm gonna say I'm Smiles, aka LaJosh James, aka Lake Show James, aka the suburban bully. I wouldn't even want to tell nobody that because Lakers suck too. I know. I was like, I might, have, I might have to just, I, I might just have to just go with like, you know, the suburban bully and like hoodie honcho, t-shirt Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, when you I'm retire, here, that's why I didn't say that the main one. I say you know that you know, you know that guy. Because that 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 guy, he 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 said something, and then turned around, and Tom Brady was like, "Nah, bruh, you lie. Where where, where you get your little Schwartz's back from?" So I, you lied to me. <laughs> see, I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "I'm gonna have to uh, change my my main nickname if this dude gonna keep doing this." But no, I'm here with Shad, aka Shashdamus, aka Shad Millie, aka the Mayor Oak Cliff. AKA Shadow Cream. AKA Shot Navisky Shot 41. I'm 41 on the court and number one in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> now back to like the Bengals. Um shout out to Urban Meyer being completely wrong about Joe Burrow. Uh <laughs> having him right on the bench. And then him transferring to LSU. Go Tigers. And becoming a national champion. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, I remember looking at uh, you and everyone else and saying straight up that this young man is eventually going to win a Super Bowl. And people thought I was crazy to say just because he won a national championship, he was going to go to the Super Bowl. And I said, check me out. I looked at Joe Burrow's, like, pretty much most of his career. Not just when he was at LSU, because he won that in his senior year. His junior year was all right. Um, I was just like, that's probably some of the best. I haven't seen a quarterback this good in a while. Um, I always compare him to Tony Romo, and that's only because they have no O-line, but he still gets the work done. Yep. The only difference between him and Tony is that he had he actually had defense. <laughs> if we had if Cowboys cared about defense. Uh, maybe we would have seen a Super Bowl or two um, back then when that guy was throwing the ball. Because he had better receivers, too, because Romo had better receivers. But that's another story for another time. Yeah, uh, Joe Burrow say- is a special talent. He, he just really is. Yep. If you guys, like I said, please, if y'all want to, I might can sneak you onto the train. Because we're going to Los Angeles on February 13th. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I'm I've, I've, I've been saying it. uh Hey, I was my heart said Bengals because you know Ohio, but yeah. uh, just real quick, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say because because you know I, I was unable to watch the game. Can you, I guess, give some highlights from from the game that you uh, you remember from the game? Because you know, like I said, I couldn't watch the game for other reasons. I and say right this. now, as we're recording. We're, uh, it's currently the third quarter of the 49ers and Rams game, so and these uh, fools might actually luck around and make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and it looked like shout out the Niners game, and it looked like my my LA and LA choice might not happen because it's two minutes left in the third quarter. But we'll. And see. I told you it wasn't gonna happen. Like I said, I predicted all of this. That's why he calls me Shastra Thomas. I right, look, it's a gift. 
<laughs> I'm just that good. Um, <laughs> so basically, everybody was laughing at me, still saying that the Bengals going to make the Super Bowl because Kermit was acting like Kermit. He was throwing the ball pretty decent. Um, of course, he has Tyreek Tariq Hill to throw it to and Travis Kelsey. Um, but he threw one pick, and the game started, like, just crumbling around him. Joey B was running that ball like his name was Russell Wilson slash um, Rain before when he had two good ankles slash uh, pretty much every brother. Like I said, Joey B plays like a brother. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Carl, Colin Kaepernick, all them brothers they used to run that ball and slide, do the slide. You know what I'm saying? Slide on them haters. You know what I'm saying? So after he got a few of those in, they came back. Overtime, field goal, Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> that's that's yeah, how I, that, that's how it went down. Yeah, that um without giving too many details, the, the meeting I was at, right? So it was another business on the other wall door of it, right? Mm-hmm. So while we we was in the meeting, all we heard was whoo, can't believe it. What ah, ah! And we were like what is going on over there? <laughs> so uh, somebody in, in the meeting went over to, you know, tell them like, hey, you know, can y'all kind of bring it down a little bit? And, we, and everybody was like, whoa, what happened? He was like, Bengals won in overtime by a field goal. <laughs> we were like, what? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> it was like, damn. I was like, man, I can't believe <laughs> I, I missed that. <laughs> Like, but Dude. we lived because we, we it was a and it was a lady screen because she was like who ah! we're like what is going on oh, no, this lady Dude. is wilding out i went from i i had never been so emotional in the middle of a game i was happy i was sad i cried i laughed there's just so much going on because i said if this blows up in my face, I'll never hear the end of this. <laughs> because I made one of the boldest, I went one of the boldest predictions in the world that the Cincinnati Bengals were going to the Super Bowl. Out of any, out of all the teams, <laughs> out of all the teams I could have chosen, I said that one. That one. And, and like I said, I don't even have a soft spot for, for Ohio State. I love the Buckeyes. They're cool. Again, I can name the things I like. Rest of it, ugh, ugh, seems sad to me. I don't know. <laughs> seems really sad. <laughs> seems like depression, USA. <laughs> okay, I'm done because you get. I'm looking at your face. You like? Can you please stop? <laughs> can you please stop? <laughs> I was like, no, I hate. Yeah. Oh, and soon was bringing up Wale Mania. He did not know about Wale Mania. What? And he was talking about, oh, yeah. Um, he said, yeah, Smiles brought up Wale Mania. Wop. And I can, I'm going to tell you right now. This is how I know y'all don't listen to me. I talked to him about it because I said, let me, t- let me tell you why. Because he kept talking about how he didn't want to go to WrestleMania. I was like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. I know you don't like WWE. That's cool. I said, me... And Josh are trying to go to Wale Mania, even though I pretty much explained to you Wale Mania, you really got to know somebody to know somebody. 
because like you get to see the main part mm-hmm. while they win. But he goes to like a special section with like the wrestlers and all other celebrities are, who attend Mania kick it at. So yeah, you just get like a little concert and then he goes back, hangs out with his wrestling buddies. So I still want to go because I've never been to Wildland Mania because every every year I end up like, no, nah, I don't want to go. And um, a certain person that went to one did not invite me knowing I wanted to go. Wow. So I was like, oh, well, I know Josh want to go. So we're going to go. I guess we'll pull up. Wow. But yeah, that's sure. pretty much don't don't expect nothing too crazy. But yeah, I pretty much told him like, if we don't go to act- the actual show, me and Josh are at least doing that. Yeah, that's how I was like. I'm gonna make sure I go to somehow. At least go to that, um, because I kept telling him I'd rather go to an indie show because the indie shows that come here to kind of not really compete with Mania, but just mm-hmm. to have so you have something to do after Mania. Because I remember WrestleMania weekend, I didn't get home to like two, three in the morning. I went to so many wrestling shows after WrestleMania. <laughs> we went to every re- local wrestling venue. And saw everybody. I saw Keith Lee before he was in WWE that same night. And that man has wrestled in WWE. He's not there anymore, obviously. Uh, y'all will hear more about uh, Royal Rumble and all that stuff on Pegasus City Saints. Um, yeah. It should be coming out this it, It's not should be coming out this week, but it will be coming out this week. Um, I'm just show. We're going to do the after WrestleMania. But, yeah, soon I don't think he remembers that I told him that's the only thing we we're going to do because Manius, when they made it two days and I like, I saw the limited roster and the limited storylines, I was like, this is kind of going to be boring. <laughs> this is going to be boring. And then, like, I'm not a big AEW stand like that. I do love the product. I went to uh, Grand Slam in uh, Queens, New York. Shout out to Dag. Yeah. Um, Dag. That's the homie, homie. I, I, I still got a plan a weekend to go to New York because she's like, why do you come in the middle of the week knowing that I go to work? And I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and they snowing up there, so I'm glad I didn't go like this weekend. It's snowing hard over there. Another reason to like to not like Ohio. You talking about snow? Ugh. Look at look at look at that. Look at that. There's another reason. Look at that. It wouldn't even doubt Ohio. And I was like, look at Ohio. Snow. Ugh. You see it. You see every time it get cold here, I'm like. See, this is the shit I left there. I don't want. I don't want this shit. <laughs> I was you like, I'm me crazy for talking about Ohio. No kidding. <laughs> I'm like, this. Shit. I told you that like, after last year, I'm like, hey, I've got enough snow in Texas to last my lifetime. <laughs> in Texas, it's like y'all yeah, gonna make y'all make me just go to, go to a, a, a warmer state just so I can just kind of just like, oh, Texas, y'all snowing too much. Trying to go to a, a warmer state, shit. Let me uh turn the block real quick. I don't actually hate Ohio. It's just a running joke. After I said it one time, I just can't stop saying it. <laughs> but in reality, most of the people I know are from Ohio. Or named Josh. Something or named Josh. That. That's so weird that like I meet so many Joshes in my lifetime. And then I've met so many people from Ohio, like inadvertently from Ohio. I think it's the weirdest thing. But yeah, I don't really have anything against Ohio because I've never been there. So every time I hear about Ohio, y'all just make it sound so sad. That's the reason I'm like, dang. <laughs> y'all make like, it what? sound like the worst place in the world. I'm like, oh, hey. He's like, what 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 is there good about this? What is that good about Ohio? Y'all gotta tell me something positive one day. It's like 
I I used to live there. Like that's that's like your most positive comeback. I used to live there. I'm like, that doesn't do anything for me. I'm just like, it's really like, hey, it's only because my family still lives there. <laughs> that's like that's the positive. That's the good part. But no, like like I said, like, I really don't have anything. And I, and I want and even and I want them all to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to get out of Ohio ASAP. Cause no, the funny one, of my, thing is, one of my cousins um, was saying the other day, she was like, Yes. She said as soon as her uh youngest son uh graduates high school, they out. She was like, oh. they, she said they're seriously considering she said either uh one of the Carolinas or Texas. Stop saying your family to move here. There's nothing out here. No, I'm kidding. Go family yeah, cool. raise up the everybody out here. Everybody, everybody, man, your family's been cool so far. So I can't even dish your family like that. Y'all want to come? It's just a Will lot of, Borns, a lot on, of folks coming. A lot of folks in Texas. <laughs> Them Wilborns and Bentleys, y'all pull up. Pull up. Y'all, y'all, y'all cool in my book. Um, <laughs> just, just a big old trailer. And y'all just hop out the back. I'm like, golly. Is Ohio that bad? <laughs> it's just like, y'all just <laughs> I'm like, dang. Yo mama, just everybody just, I'm like. What is in Ohio? Are, are people after you? Like, what is going on? Oh, that, that reminds me. Um, I was talking to my sister the, the other day, and she said my dad gave her the, the gun wheel that he asked. And she was like, the fact that you have so many guns that you have to have a gun wheel, it's just it's <laughs> insane. Nah, nah, like, nah, I told you, man, that's the baddest man on the planet. I don't care nobody and, say. And she was like, uh, she said, my dad was like, yeah, was like, you know, um, the three of y'all can, can split it. And she was like, oh, Josh and Sean had all that big shit. <laughs> she's like, I don't want none of that, that big shit you got. <laughs> she's like, she's like, anything small? She's like, yeah, we'll divvy it up. She's like, pretty evenly. She's like, but I want mainly the, uh, the small shit. All that big shit? Mm-mm. They don't understand we're really going for the most dangerous podcast in the world. <laughs> we like the NWA podcasts, boy. Like, like, we might do an interview where we like just pull up, yeah, man, you know, with the beams. <laughs> like, I was, I was watching a video the other day for. What are they? Are they gangsters? Like, nah, we just. Yeah, I was watching a video the other day for about the, uh, the mini Draco. I was like, I bet my dad got a mini Draco. I would not be surprised if my dad got a mini Draco. You know, you hit that or a regular drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna ask Mr. Bentley one day, where you going? <laughs> where you going? What's going on? That you know you're not telling us. <laughs> she said she said he, he might uh come up this this upcoming weekend. Uh-oh. Uh because uh, uh you know for um uh, yeah, you know the stuff I talked to you about before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where you going? What's happening? That you ain't telling your that you ain't telling the family. You ain't telling us. Oh no, no, no. I'm no. talking about no. I'm talking about your dad and them guns. Oh yeah, this is this I'm going on. He said, "There's a war out here, son. What is it? Right. <laughs> Give me a name. <laughs> right. Just like yo, because he yo, he literally said he has at least about thirty. At least thirty. He said, and it's just him at the house. What? And I'm like, I'm like, where are you keeping all this stuff at? I'm like, I feel like if I walk walk in my dad's apartment, it's just gonna be just. It's gonna look like uh, Dante Hafta in uh, Power. <laughs> Open up a closet like this guns on the wall, like <laughs> and a big bulletproof vest on the wall. He's like, what is this? <laughs> man, like, nah, like I said, Mr. Bell probably the coolest cat in the world, man. He, 
he gotta be the best man on the planet for sure. Yeah. Every time if you hear this, dad, we we love we love you, dad. No, one hundred percent, dog. Cause he tell me stories about you, and I'm just like, bro, that fool sound like the coldest cat, man. Like, <laughs> I like, I like your dad is real life Shaft. I like that don't make no sense. <laughs> I thought Shaft was a fictional character. I said, no, nah, that's a real man. His name Mister Bentley. Man. <laughs> Shaft is a real man. Shaft is a real man. That's real. That dude really exists. <laughs> Yeah, like, right, Shaft. Yeah, I was like, man, that, that's the homie's pops, man. Let leave John Shaft alone. Shaft, aka the Black Punisher. He ain't playing. <laughs> ain't no way, boy. <laughs> right, riding on his, riding on his, his motorcycle. I'm telling you, everything. Look, there ain't been not one lame story you done told me about your dad, though. <laughs> not one lame story. Ah, oh, man, that was just it. I'm like, you talking about? He was out in Chi-Town wilding. On Fourth of July with you and your brother, man. I said, ain't no way. This man is for real. I said, this man's legit. OG. I said, he he with them drills. He with them drill rappers. Wish they were. They didn't let Miss Bentley in the house. <laughs> they didn't let Mister Bentley in the house. man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, boy, if he if he ever spit a bar, I'd be like, I believe everything he just said. He mean that. <laughs> I'd lean back to him, like, he meant that. I don't, I don't think y'all want to mess with him. That's a bad man. But yeah, um, oh, my, my story of the week that happened yesterday. Well, when you hear this, it would it have been Saturday. I finally got to talk to Mac McClung. Of the South Bay Lakers, I finally got to talk to him. If for those who don't know, who that is, he went to Georgetown for two years, went to Tech for one, um, got picked up undrafted, and now he plays for South Bay Lakers in the G League. There is a famous rapper, well, semi-famous, whatever, well-known rapper named Riff Raff. That has been claiming this guy pretty much his whole basketball career. I have seen interviews where people have jokingly asked him about this, and he was like, Oh man, I don't know that guy. Stop asking about it. Oh man, I don't know where that came from. That's crazy. When I asked, he got upset. <laughs> you will not see it in the final video. But yes, he got upset when I asked. I would not show that part. Uh, but yeah, he really got mad. Like, it was a told like at first he was cool, and then I asked him about that. He said, "That's not my cousin, bro." Straight like straight angry, and I was like, "Like I, I literally have a I'm like I wanted to show him, dude. I got a video of you asking the same question, <laughs> and you laughed it off. Why yeah, you acting like you was about to punch me in the face?" <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all I was saying. I was like, I think he just got to the point like I'm just tired of being. Tired of, yeah, I'm tired of people asking or joking about it. It's not funny to me no more. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I haven't met you before, so obviously I didn't know that was such a subject. But it did bring me to this. He might, he might punch Riff Raff in the face. Just he might, yeah, he might. Off, give, off uh, Riff Raff the business. Um, the funny part about that is he did have a good game. The South Bay Lakers did beat the Legends one seventeen. 100 and he had like 18 points so you're welcome maybe the anger helped him i don't know 
Yeah, and that was a good, that was a good game from the first half that we that we saw. Yeah. I, I was just upset. Um, our guy that was shooting um ahead of the game, I'm like, damn, like, like oh, like you just keep missing. Fuck, I was like, what you? Damn it, you missed that. He was, damn it. Like, he was rebounding though. He was rebounding. Like, yeah, he, he he was getting the rebound. But I was just like, every time he missed, I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. But um, you'll see. That's because like, he was frustrated during the game, uh, during pre practice about him missing. And he was even talking to us about it. But um, what was it? That was one of the first nights I showed up to the arena and everybody was really really cool. I haven't had a mm-hmm. night like that. I haven't had nothing like that. He was like, hey, can we get the match? They're like, yeah, sure. Go on. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, you didn't ask for stuff. They were looking crazy. I was like, we got <laughs> we got to eat like 30 minutes before they even like technically opened and shit. Open. Yeah, we got like they treated mm-hmm. me better than they had ever treated me before. Chopping, chopping it up with the uh security guy for for a minute yeah, and all that. I was like, this is weird. Was it my birthday? Like it was, yeah, they were treating me mad different that. Um, Saturday, but I guess it's because like now it's like at this point I've been there for like two or three seasons, and I ain't I going know. nowhere. Only reason <laughs> I had was with the the couple, and then the uh the security guy that when we was sitting in the seats, and he was like, "Hey, y'all, you you didn't want to see your badge?" I was like, "Yo, I, I, I just wanted to make sure, just in case, I have some people that want to sit there." <laughs> and I was like, "I got a badge, though. You remain, you good?" And no, he's like, he's like, he's with you. You yeah. see, I'm. I was walking. We were literally and talking, I, and we were having I, a conversation when he cut us off to, to to ask us that. So it was really, really weird that he was even asking, "Is he with you for real?" I was like, "No, I just started talking to this random black actors, you know, who you saw walking <laughs> with me and sitting right next down to me." Exactly. And I'm talking to him right now. Matter of fact, we had saw that dude previously, and he still asked that question. We just saw him. <laughs> we just saw you. <laughs> well, did we change? Did we, uh, maybe, maybe the the fact that we had like the the new mask on. It, 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 <laughs> right. Oh, those must be two different guys. <laughs> but no, all around it was pretty dope. Like I said, um, Isaiah Isaiah Austin was in the building. That was cool. Um. Like I said, I got my one interview that I'm gonna post very soon. I just got chopped to where his I got a chopped to where it doesn't look like his demeanor changed completely after I asked that silly question. I'm thinking it was gonna get a little chuckle. He was not playing with me. But other than that, it was pretty cool. Um, that's pretty much what I did this week weekend. You can't talk about what you what you're doing this weekend. So uh top yeah. secret. Top secret. It's very top secret. You'll find out soon enough. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we got some big things in in in, in the works around here. Cooking, cooking, they're cooking and cooking. They're cooking like collards. Cooking like collards. They're cooking like collard grills. <laughs> Boiling in a pot with the turkey meat, with the turkey bowl. <laughs> Salt and pepper, they taste there. But yeah, but like pretty much. That's how I got to see the the, oh the the homie um, Mia at the game. You know, uh, Mia, if if and when you hear this, shout out to your coworker that was sitting next to you. That's yeah, I'm about to ask her about uh, uh, soon enough. Shout out to her. She looks Song. skilled. She looks skilled. Um, she looks. <laughs> she looks very skilled at her job. 
She was qualified. <laughs> she was very qualified. She, was, she had the qualifications. And she met all of them. Um, but yeah, uh, Mia always took me. Shout out to Hot Tech Season, first and foremost. Second, yeah. she always hooked me up with the roster sheet because I don't even know half their names. So, like, I don't know how to pronounce them. So, I always look. Yeah, somebody, some of these guys, they have, like, the craziest name. I'm like, what? That's why I usually, um, in some interviews, you'll hear me say, can you tell me your name? Because <laughs> it looks so crazy to me that I don't want to, like, mess it up. They get mad. Some get offended, but I'm like, dude, I don't want to sit up there and offend you by butchering your name. I think it's worse when you have your name butchered than somebody asking what your name is. I'm just, that's just my honest opinion. I'd rather you not, like, try to destroy my name. Right. Like, when people call me Rashid, I don't get upset. Yeah. I just let it rock. I'm like, it's Rashad, brother. And go on. Uh, I'm going to say, I really get on my nerves when uh, people say Shad, Shad. I'm like, I've definitely said Shad <laughs> multiple Rashad, times. Baby, boy, baby, girl. And you calling me a, a fish, a guppy. It's offensive. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> like, I'm but, not, my, my name is, my alter ego name is not Bow Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Bow Wow, dude. Shad Moss some, is some, uh, someone from Ohio. Shout out to Columbus. Hey. Oh, finally, something out of Columbus outside of Kim Reese, who's a fictional character. <laughs> who's a fictional character. Somebody who's real from uh, Columbus, Ohio. Bow Wow. Bow Wilson. Steve Harvey. The, the greatest. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. The greatest to y'all. He just makes a lot of money and dresses like supervillains now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he dresses like the great caper. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> He and, is and, playing and, with Kingpin and uh, the Green Goblin every other weekend. Like, it's crazy. And and giving out um, judge rulings as if he was a real judge for some strange exactly. reason. Exactly. <laughs> I was you... back in my day. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, why are, you, why are you ruling over my case of, like, this bitch, like, sold me a lemon-ass car? <laughs> You know why? <laughs> Survey says. I'm like, bro, that's not that's that's your other show. That's family feud. Right. Hard, hard. I almost forgot player. <laughs> him, him and Nick Cannon gotta be the two hardest working men in entertainment. <laughs> I actually don't like oh women get mad at Nick Cannon, but you know. Hey. He said if I he said if you gotta use it, you know. <laughs> It worked. <laughs> as long as it worked, I'm like, <laughs> did you hear the most recent thing he, he said? What up? About uh, he doesn't like using toys because uh, he thinks they're competition. He said, yeah, at this point, yeah. Anything he's a threat. Oh, Rose. <laughs> you talking about you, you want me to use Rose on you? Nah. You heard me? At this huh? point, how he goes around. Anything is a threat, <laughs> right? Um, because all I thought about, I was like, Nick, I'm, I'm sorry, but you just lost a child. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't need you to be talking about ha- having kids still. <laughs> this yeah, yeah, I'm like, brother, brother, brother. But now he's. Like, I, I, I would not he be surprised if he, if he get an- another one pregnant this year. I would not be surprised. At least <laughs> me neither. 
He's gonna have that's at least one get pregnant this year. He's gonna have at least one. I told you that's a strong cat, though. That's a strong brother. I know that's that's hurting him. But no, nah, I, I you definitely missed that. I've only seen about him mourning his his child. That's the only thing I've seen. Uh, <laughs> if I had seen him, I'm like, Nick, if you don't stop, if you don't leave these women alone. <laughs> <laughs> let him sleep. <laughs> let him sleep, man. Leave him alone. <laughs> but no, like I know, like the woman be tired. Let the woman go to sleep, dog. It's like the one. Uh, get out my mama bed, cuz. <laughs> get out my mama bed. Like I know, I know, I know, I know. This what the kids thinking on the outside. <laughs> get out my mama bed, cuz. <laughs> get out my mama bed. <laughs> Cause I'm like you are wearing these women out. Let them let's be at least sleep. God, man. Damn, you're right. But Nick can but Nick Cannon, he got the paper. That's all I can say about it. He's in the freaking day. He got the paper. Yeah. So it's not like the kids. I've never seen them kids starving. I've never seen them kids not dress nice. <laughs> I've never and another thing I've said, I will say this. You have never not seen that man not with his kids. Right, and that's that man has like, like millions of photos. I think every people uh thing he done uh, or editorial he done did, he has all his kids in them in them photos. Right, and uh, he's openly said like, "Yo, it don't matter how busy I am, I will move my schedule around and move Earth to make sure anything that got to do with my kids that's important, I'm gonna be there." He's like, and he's like, and the moms, I went into it. Letting them know ahead of time, like this is, is you gonna be taken care of. I'm gonna be around. I ain't gonna be no absentee father. You ain't gonna be like, hey, they got the recital. You got it. Uh, but... Oh, you got a recital. All right, I'm gonna be there. I got this one. You know, meeting. So wild I'm, about that, I'm gonna catch this jet. I'm gonna be there. You know, so wild about that though. Basically, what he has done, it's like brothers who go through that, like they didn't have any pops or something like that. Of course, they're gonna be the best. A one father. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want to, they don't want to repeat the cycle. Most don't want to repeat the cycle. Mm-hmm. But this brother's taking it to an extreme I've never seen before. <laughs> right? He said, "I will be here for all twenty of y'all." I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I'm gonna be here for all of you." Okay. And that, You'll never and that say me. And that remind me. Uh, I told you we, we heard uh sent sent Marshall. We had like a little Zoom call thing with sent Marshall. She even she was speaking on what with uh the last company that she worked with. She was like, yeah, uh, when I was working for uh, AT&T and how, uh, I guess, they had to go to D.C. for some kind of conference or whatever to meet with, like, some, um, you know, political folks. And she's like, I, she's like, ahead of time, she's like, before we even got there, she's like, I told she's like, I told my coworkers, hey, Wednesday night, my son is having his very first swim meet. So I'm going to the swim meet. <laughs> I'm fine. Back to Texas, and I'm going to that swim meet, and they're like, "Uh huh, yeah, right, cool." She's like, "So they arrived in D.C. They got their outline scheduled for the week, and the like one of the big main meetings that they were supposed to have was guess what? Wednesday evening." <laughs> so she said, mm-hmm. "I went to my boss saying, I'm still fine back to Texas <laughs> for my son's swim meeting," and she said her boss was like, "Uh, no, but that's the most important one." And she was like, "No." I told y'all ahead of time. I'm going to. I don't. I don't care what, what's happening on Wednesday night here. I'm going there. So she said. Um, 
She's like, that'd be different if it was like the second or third swim meet. Okay, I can miss the second or third, but this is his very first one. So she said she flew back, surprised her son, because she said when he looked in that audience, it was like, oh, I just expect to see my dad. She was like, no. He looked in that audience and saw his dad and his mom in that audience for his very first swim meet. She's like, and the next thing I, and she's like, and then Thursday morning, I caught the, the 6 a.m. flight back to D.C. She's like, and I still was able to, to meet with those uh, political people and crush the meeting. So she was like, yeah, she's like, that's one thing she learned. She's like, family comes first for me. She's like, I, I do not want to miss it. She's like, when it comes to like my, my husband or my kids, I'm not missing anything important. She's like, I will make the time to make sure that if it's important to my family, I'm going to be there. So I was like, that is super dope. That's a beautiful thing. But now, speaking like of I family, said, uh, we got we got good family. What about good, good, good like what good family? The good family. No, the, well, it's only two of them, like left, like you know, Pusha T and Kanye West. Oh, three. oh, I thought you meant Megan. Good. I'm like, what, what, you know, they uh, shout, got to do with nothing. Uh, shout, <laughs> out to, <laughs> what that mean? Shout, out to, shout out to my baby, Megan Good. Every time I hear Megan Good, I'm like, Megan Good, what's good? If y'all, like my social media for, if y'all follow any of my social media for the last few years, I always say Megan Good, she she part of my, my, my three, four wives that I plan to have one day. Shout out to Kelly Rowland, Megan Good, Lauren London. I see all y'all. I love mm. all y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hey, 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 hey. No. It's always gonna be Nipsey's woman. Um, hey, I that, 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 that's, that's why that's why I that's why I I, 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 I laid back yeah. after, 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 after like, you had a real bill like <laughs> <laughs> remember Bill almost got uh, excommunicated but, from the community. <laughs> I can't help it. She 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 was literally like my first celebrity crush ever. Before, then I was like, I was like, oh, celebrities, uh, fuck them, they all ugly, they ain't not beautiful. But I saw London, straight up, her her strength is phenomenal, for real. Because she keeping her Black Sam, uh, my boy George Paniche, uh, they keeping man, they keeping the marathon alive, bro. Yeah, Uh, shout to Jay Stone and all the guys on All Money and still. Yeah, man, we're not supposed to be talking about that, but you know, I need them to open this up. <laughs> you know, so, but yeah, they yeah, that woman's strong for, for, for sure. But yeah, uh, Terrence is coming out with another album. He says it's gonna be <laughs> album of the motherfucking year. He says that every single time, and I think only me and him think it's album of the year. <laughs> every time I put it to go out, I'm only you and me think it's album of the year, and surprise <laughs> and surprisingly, I, I was I was surprised from our other one of our well more of a favorite for you. I, I've been uh, more of a favorite like the last few years, you know, with the albums and stuff. Um, Freddie Gibbs, even he co-signed. He was like, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the album and he's on my album, and I agree. I was like, hold on, wait, Gibbs, I, you gave in like that? You still got an album? You can be like, nah, nigga. Mine's is even though we both on each other's albums, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, if y'all haven't heard the the freestyle, the the verse that Pusha T dropped recently th- this past week, my man was out there like 
Paris or whatever, you know, hanging out with Stephen Victor and Kanye West and Pharrell and all that. And Push, you know, just decided to you know, drop some bars for us. Even uploaded a photo of some of that good old white over a famous pop star's face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like um, Lena, yeah, like Lena Del Rey listens to the show. <laughs> Maybe she does. I don't know. <laughs> you said, "Oh no, it was more because like, I could." It was more because I couldn't remember who it was. I was like, "I was like, I can't remember." Who <laughs> yeah, I can't was. ever see my faces. I'm like, Lena Del Rey, say the name. <laughs> What's she gonna do? The pictures out no, there. Was, What's she gonna do to us? <laughs> Just because I couldn't remember her name. <laughs> I was like, what, I, was like what, I remember some What ours? What not powder? <laughs> what not? And and who said it was actually Coke? It could have been baby powder. Because he got he got a child. So he could have been just like been chalk. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it could have been chalk. A little chalk. Mm-hmm. A little chalk on top of his face. But yeah, I just wanted the to speak. White girl that later Del Ray. Oh, I want to see how he's gonna incorporate yeah. that into one of his songs. Uh, but yeah, just gonna you know, talk to you real quick about how, how we anticipating his album. But before that, uh, Stephen Victor said we're gonna get the I Know Nego album, you know, from uh, artistic director Nego, which I know you as the fashion guy, you could probably speak on the greatness of him a little bit more than I can and, uh, and all that. And then, you know, supposedly we're gonna get Don to Two on two twenty two twenty two, executive produced by Future, which I think is gonna come out like April or May of. 2023. No, I'm Kanye West. Sensation. Mm. Sensation. And, ooh, and that, that 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 first single, ASAP Rocky Aria off the I Know Nigo album. Oh my God. Rocky, I need a new project now. <laughs> off of, off of it. <laughs> off well, of yeah, here. Uh, he, matter of fact, I can show you some of his works. Uh, he created. Two of my favorite thing, one of my favorite brands, Vape. Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all have ever seen uh, me in my iPhone 13, I got a vape case on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you ever seen my AirPods? I got a vape case on that too. Um, I love vape. He also has another brand that I really, really enjoy, Human Made. And he was the DJ. And I know you guys probably don't remember this. They had one, they had one good song featuring Kanye West, but he was also the DJ for the Teriyaki Boys. Oh, I do remember those guys. Yes, Teriyaki Boys. They had a few hits here and there, but one of their most that came over here was the song they had with I believe it's called "I Used to Love Her" with Kanye on it. So yeah, those. Um, so yeah, he's been in music. He's he's a he's a record producer in Japan. He's a DJ in Japan. He's so him coming out with an actual project is not far fetched for people who think that it is. He's been doing. He's been dabbling in music for quite some time. But most people just know him for like I said for Human Made, um, and Bape. Yeah, yeah creative director for Bape. I got um, me some Bape and I got I got me some Bape and. You know what's so funny? I've never had Bape Stars because... I actually had a pair in high school. I'm going to ask were they real or not off mic. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to ask. I, I, I actually don't even know. I just know they were clear. 
and yellow. <laughs> they probably were fake, but I used to wear them all the time. Cool. It's Ohio. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> it's Ohio. Who cares? Who cares? It was really fake. Who cares? I know if I show it was a fake baby boy, I would have been clowned in the club, boy. <laughs> I would have been yeah. clowned. I they were like, man, you got that for big T. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so I never had, I never, um, I never had the shoes. I, I had like a hoodie back in the day. Um, because my aunt, my aunt was in Japan at the time and sent it to me. I probably was the first person ever in the States that was not named Pharrell Williams or Kanye West with paintball. <laughs> and Lil Wayne. I probably was the only, only non rapper with Bape at that time. So, um, that's how I got started with Bape. It was just pretty much like a box of clothes that I was sent. Yeah. And I thought it was cool because everybody knows I like vibrant colored stuff and crazy looking stuff. So she's just like, oh, well, I found some crazy looking clothes, some funky looking clothes for you. <laughs> right. And I just, and I just liked them. So, but yeah, but the babes, it's because they cost so much. Like, I much like my sneaker budget is crazy, but I just can't see myself paying that much for a pair of shoes. Like, I just can't see it. Look up, I'll, right now, in the middle of this show, I will look up what a pair of Bape Studs um, cost. And I just can't do it. <laughs> I just, he said, I just can't. I just it. can't do it. I can't do it. Like, it just seems absolutely ridiculous to pay that much money for shoes. It does. But, like, yeah, they're like, like, resale by itself is like 300 bucks. And that, I say that, and I'm sitting there like, dog, you just kind of spent that, like, (laughs) not so long ago. Right. Um, And I see, I I was looking at the game right now, it's it's two minutes left, tied at 17, Rams got the ball. Another overtime game, it looks like. Yeah, but, uh, you know, guess we'll... Uh, let y'all know we're about to have another segment. I'm gonna put a random song in because I don't know what song to pick, but yeah, since music is back, random song gonna be put in right here. Song is fire, y'all gonna like it. It's, pro- it's from an artist that we that we fuck with, and uh, we got a guest coming up, yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, you know, this is then the first segment, episode 22. Shot versus smiles, and we'll be right back. Here go the song. She ain't never been to Ace Town. Double cup with the roof down. Stopping down is for the gas. I'ma do the whole dash. Got a pistol in my stash. I'm from Texas, being beans in the list. TV screens, I don't watch it, they don't give me wish. Got diamonds on my chain, now I'm hollering what it do. Drink, drink up in my cup, screaming, I'll be the school. Man, I just touched down in 95. School about to start, it's about to be live. Yeah, right down 2234. I open up 12 valley school doors. 
Everybody pants so creased up. I'm hearing songs slow down, they call it screwed up. They rockin' ball fade, they call it Southside. They got their J's on, Air Max 95s. The Rockies beat the magic, clutch city ride. It was like a roller coaster, Astro World ride. I think that's when I fell in love with my city. Don't put your H's up if you love your city. Yeah. She ain't never been to H-Town. Double cup with the roof down. Stopping Dallas for the cash. I'ma do the whole thing. Got a pistol in my stash. Yeah. I'm from Big Screen. Beans in the waist. Big Screen. Down. Watch it go. In the waist. I'm leaning, uh, I got double cup ears, so green right to it, if the music ain't slow, gotta stay pulled up, got me saying hold up, R.P. Chad Buller, little seats like peanut butter, born on the west, I'll miss it, yeah. got me a drop, I ain't dropped it yet, I ride out of Caddy, I'm eating on Twizzles, I'm pulling up candy red, got one of them bitches you seen on the gram, I'm pulling up, I'm turning some heads, with my problem, you already know, already know. I'm a side chick, we gon' keep that on the low, In the most city, me, I'm the dawn of the neighborhood. Smoking no lungs, drinking no kidneys. Both my neighbors is white, but both my neighbors hood. And I already warned me, they wanna harm me. Too many bad bitches, and they all wanna swarm me. Who's next with clicks? That shit don't even alarm me. What deep entertainment, the Navy better get the army. I'm from the era of the razor blade creases. Back when your slab had to have side pieces. Drop a bag on something we don't believe in leases. Muddy couple coding to go with my Reese's Pieces. She ain't never been to H-Town. Double cup with the roof down. Stopping Dallas for the cash. I'ma do the whole thing. Got a pistol in my stash. Yeah. I'm from Big Screen. Beans in the waist. Big Screen down. Watch it go. This is episode 22 of Shout vs. Smiles. I will let Smiles do his thing so I can go ahead and do my thing afterwards. All right. All right, y'all. It's your boy Smiles, and we back, you know, for the second portion of episode 22. We got our special guest, uh, Uduak. She's uh, running for Texas House 113th District, <laughs> right? That's in Garland for yeah. people who don't know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, but basically, uh, we want to uh, bring you on to talk about everything you got going on. Um, so I guess uh, to start off, can, can you explain? Yeah, the uh, your your district, and then um, about why you want, why you are running and everything. Okay. So hey, thank you for having me on. Um, my name is Udo Akinkinga. I'm running for Texas House District 113, and that um, includes Garland, Mesquite. Walt Springs, um, part of Rowlett, part of Sunnyville and Segaville. Um, basically, I decided to run um, to take that step is because essentially it comes down to being the change you want to see. Um, I, like many others, we were like just sick and tired of being sick and tired 
um, we wanted to um, kind of like end the continuous cycle of like the political talk points, the um, same old, same old. Um, being one of six kids raised in South Garland by parents who are immigrant um, growing up, I've always been like involved in like the community, especially since I was about 15 years old. Mm -hmm. um, from advocating, community organizing, um, I worked on a presidential campaign, worked working with nonprofits, and I currently serve as the um, current president of the National Congress of Black Women, former chapter here in Dallas, Texas. Okay. Um, so, so like I've always like been involved in the community in itself, but um, when I decided to take this step, it became something bigger than myself. I wanted to fight for something. Um, bigger than myself so like whoever comes after me they don't have to go through like the today's struggles and so forth okay that's cool it's cool uh we also i forgot to mention ahead of time uh i, I don't ask her well uh do you know jasmine crockett we, we've interviewed uh her once before i know she's a uh, house district uh 100 <laughs> yeah y'all interviewed her i didn't i didn't mm -hmm. know uh oh, yeah, yeah but, like, like a year about ago a year so? and a half. yeah about a year year and a half ago yeah about a year year and a half ago <laughs> Oh yeah, we always we always make yeah, sure. She we serves, have. she serves mm -hmm. like variety. Uh, that's good. She served um HD um one hundred like you said. Yeah, I love I love the work she did her freshman year. Oh oh yeah, definitely. Uh, because we, we are definitely fans and so uh, supporters supporters of of, of her um uh, and everything she got going on. <laughs> the, um, but yeah, uh, because what well, we did. Oh, you want to go? Oh, go ahead. Okay, thank you. Um. <laughs> But yes, okay, now I know outside of just advocating and things like that, you also participated in sports. What are some of the things you learned from sports that helped you in the political arena? Oh, I see you. How do I oh, I, oh, I do my research. I always do my research. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period, I love it. But yeah, um, I was in soccer. Um, middle school then that soccer is just not for me I did basketball and track all the way until um, high school and then I continued on with track I did a I received a um, track scholarship track and cross-country scholarship to the private HBCU of Jarvis Christian College um, where I only ran um, I was in college for three years because I did graduate early but I only did track for one of the three years before transferring to UNC um, it just wasn't compared to what I wanted to do and being a student athlete, it just was like clashing. So that's, um, that's why I ended up not running after my first year, but just running track in general, when I tell you, like, it will get you mentally tough, like mentally just there. Because um, track, as you know, obviously it's a physical sport, but track, if you ask any track athlete in itself, it's majority mental. Like whether it's a 400 meter dash, 800 meter dash, your last 100 meters, for example, like it's who who's not best, who's not um, physically fit, more so who's the mentally, like the strongest mentally to keep fighting, keep pushing. Um, track gave me um, just the safe space to like blossom into my leadership on and off of the uh, track field in itself and it just, it, it pushed me to levels I didn't know I could be pushed outside of this mm -hmm. campaign. But that was like just running track growing up. It just pushed me to different levels and so forth. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, I know uh, one of the questions uh, I wanted to 
asked about uh, that uh, that I saw was, uh, you know, being that I'm like 33, hopefully looking for a house, you know, within the next few years. I, I know you you spoke on some, like some issues with the the housing market and things like that. Can you uh, speak on uh, about that, like mm-hmm. rent stabilization? Because hey, the rent go up every year, and you know, yeah. pay ain't going up yeah. <laughs> as far as living wages. And you know, shot. No, exactly. I, I work like two, three different jobs <laughs> just yeah, to pay true. rent. Oh wow! And that's like that's something that we don't even want to normalize. I don't want people to normalize um, that. Oh, working two, three jobs just to get by. That's not something we should uh, normalize at all. And when we talk about housing and when we talk about property tax and when we talk about gentrification and so forth, that's like the main thing that people are struggling still to this day. Like Mm -hmm. I I personally even have a mother who's um, been struggling for her property taxes increase like yearly Mm -hmm. on top of her already mortgage. Um, I think that should be a top priority, especially within the state of Texas with everybody moving from the north from the west coast and so forth so forth um although we do have other issues that we do need to lay down um but i think cost of living and property taxes is the main thing that a lot, especially people in my district that they want somebody to um fight for and advocate for although i don't have the personal power to say as a state rep hey we're gonna lower this two grand a year or three grand a year um it's all about like the community wanting to know that the person that they electing that the person they elect has their back and is not afraid to advocate for these issues. And that's oh why goodness. I um, mentioned that in my website. Oh, yes. Because talk about gentrification. Yeah. I uh, know Cliff. <laughs> well, I know what gentrification is. <laughs> exactly. I was oh, walking is- my dog mm-hmm. and I've never seen this white family in my life. I am no offense to white people. This is not against you guys. It's just a story. <laughs> I'm walking my dog. Debo is a bulldog. He has this demeanor. He either looks sad or angry. He doesn't have any. He he's melancholy. He just yeah. pretty much doesn't do anything. So I'm walking him, and they look at him like he's a pit bull or something. They're like, oh, and they turn around. I'm like, I'm like this little fat thing ain't gonna do nothing to you. <laughs> Cause they didn't look at me and said, oh no. And I was like, this is my neighborhood, bro. Like, it's like I live right there. Yeah. You can oh, walk yeah. faster than Debo can run. <laughs> exactly. My dog is it's not fast at all. That's honestly unfortunate because I know Oak Cliff was one of the main hotspots that they're that they've been trying to gentrify. And mm-hmm. I know that they're just trying to like build outer and outer. They're just coming more and more from the outskirts and so forth. So it's just like honestly, that's it's annoying. I'm not gonna it's very annoying. Because yeah, they're tearing down a lot of like what used to be open field. Mm. And they're like building mm-hmm. up houses or they're building up like apartments. Like I know, like right yeah. across the street from me used to be somebody's property. Like they used to live on it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like opening up. And I think they're gonna put like like a little thing of houses around there. But those people own that whole property. I could just imagine the low, low price that they sold that property for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like and, and then uh, like develop. Oh, sorry, go. Oh no! I was gonna say I was like, uh, cause I used to live in uh, Oak Cliff, and I, I tell shock I live in, out in the Addison area now. It seems like every time I come over there, it's like something new <laughs> over here. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like they they changing like the the roads and the exits, and I'm like every time I come mm-hmm. over here to, just to see you, it's like something new. And they make it Bishop, obvious too. Yeah, because yeah. Bishop Arts, my goodness. Um, growing up, I remember I used to go over there with my um with my grandma a lot. Um. And I was like mostly Latino Hispanic neighborhood. 
not see so many like restaurants and mm. fancy apartments and stuff like that. I was like, yeah. I was born at Methodist, and I remember the rides back and forth when my brother was born at the same hospital. None of this looked like this, guys. I knew it was changing when El Phoenix was gone. <laughs> That's how I knew it was I said, that El Phoenix had been there and fed my family for years, and it is gone. I said, there is something going on in Oak Cliff, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's, on, I really believe it's only going to get worse, because it's one thing to develop community, um, but when you're, like, dismantling it and just, I don't know, it's just, it's a lot, and I, it's a lot, a lot. So I'm yeah. glad to hear, like, you and other people, especially people that look like us, are mm -hmm. like, yeah, something isn't right about, it. like, you just pushing people of color out of their own communities to yeah. build other things for other people to come in. So yeah. thank you for that. Thank you for that. Oh, oh yeah, de definitely for sure. Uh, I also want to mention, cause I, I saw the, oh, I guess one of the questions I'm pretty sure you get all the time is the fact that, you know, you're young and your age, I guess, well, how would you uh, combat, you know, someone's questions and I guess worries about that, like uh, you're a young representative. Uh, I saw you're what, 23 now? Yeah, I turned 23 yeah. in November. Jordan year. Hey, Jordan year. <laughs> or LeBron year, because Shad knows I'm a friend of LeBron. LeBron. Jordan. Jordan year. You're the first one. He's number six oh. now. She's not six years old. There you go. Period. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, yeah. but to answer your question, honestly, when people, if, when people see that, if, okay, when people express the biggest issue, of me is my age, it makes me know that I'm doing something correctly. Because if it's not my leadership, if it's not my organization skills, my work ethic, or my, um, just my experience in general, if your biggest issue is that I was born in 1998 and not 1978, then I know I'm doing something right. Um, I do think it is kind of hypocritical that a lot of people um, in positions, they want to um, push or they want to feel some type of way whenever younger people aren't getting involved in politics or aren't excited about politics. And then when somebody like me runs to represent not only the younger people, but just people in general, it's always, oh, she's inexperienced, she's this, she's that. And it's just like, I know I'm doing something right if my age is the biggest issue. Um, just been, just mm -hmm. working on this campaign and having like my volunteers from the age range of like 19, 20, all the way up till, I think she's like, 84 or 85 i believe but just having mm -hmm. the like the diversity in age ranges and like seeing and my campaign attracting more younger people into the political process um it, it just honestly keeps me going it's really um exciting to be honest um i i the age thing to me i've heard it all before at this point we've been campaigning for like eight or seven eight months so it's just like I've heard it all before. It doesn't really shake me at this mm -hmm. point. They try, they'll try to shake you, especially with being young. They're going to try to test you with like, you can't break me. Sorry, bro. I love all it. All right. I love it. All right. So speaking of age, my favorite thing to talk about with uh, young Joshua here and other people in our age group from the millennials. Well, I'm you know, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I know you did. I know you did. I was going to bring it all up to <laughs> the older, but I'm the older, older part of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say you, you're my, you're around my brother's age range. So yeah, you Gen Z kids. But yeah, um, my thing is always, I tell them, I do not care. Like I love hearing that voting does not affect me. 
from Gen Z and millennials. Because I look at, I always tell them this, I said, I don't care who, if you vote for the president, you don't vote for the president, but your local elections, yes. always vote for those. Because those people affect what happens in your neighborhood at mm. your address. Because one of the things that happened, and I'm sure you went through it too because you live here, was when we had that horrible snowstorm. The man in charge of the state was oh, yeah. like, we don't need any help. And everybody, and there was a lot of people who had the pipes mm -hmm. bursted and got moved out of their homes. And then I looked at those people, said they don't vote. And I said, this is what happens when you don't vote. The guy in charge will tell you what you do and don't need, and now you're stuck. Yep. Mm -hmm. So for those people who still feel that way, yeah, what is something you have to tell them at 23? Um, for the people who still feel that their vote doesn't matter, essentially. Yes. Okay. Um, I would honestly tell them that that's what they want mm -hmm. you to believe. Um, I've met a lot of people while block walking that they just don't see the need to vote because they're saying they're stuck in a place where they think it's the same mm -hmm. thing um, until like I have conversations with them and then they get excited about like my background and so forth um, that ignites some type of faith back into the political system but I'm telling y'all the power behind that ballot is real it is true even right now currently they're trying to make voting even harder with voter suppression going on because they know that um people are starting to look more into um but well yeah it's kind of like a half and half people are still are starting to look more into local voting especially and then you have the people who are still skeptical but your vote matters it really really does matter and if you mm -hmm. don't like what's on the ballot then put yourself in position and run and be the change you want to see especially but i can't emphasize that enough your vote really matters especially these local elections oh my goodness it i was just about to say yes. that about voter suppression mm -hmm. And I yeah. always look at, um, and you know, my favorite word I'm about to use, the goofies. <laughs> like, I'm like, if they did, if your vote didn't matter, then why are they trying to take it away? Right. Exactly. They wouldn't be trying, <laughs> trying so hard to take it away. <laughs> if it doesn't, if it doesn't matter, they look, if there was no power in the ballot, they would leave it alone. They'd be like, oh, you can go if you want to. Mm -hmm. Okay. So thank you for saying that as a person that is 23 years of age. It is very refreshing. <laughs> And I will add this, thank you. And I will add this though, because um, although I disagree with those who don't vote, I can't sit here and say that I don't understand why they Me don't too. vote because a lot of them do feel like their vote, especially when I speak to a lot of like African-American community, like the African-American community and um, Latino X community, mm -hmm. a lot of them feel like their vote is being taken for granted. And they're, anytime they vote, they're never benefited um, or their community is never talked about, even with the LGBT plus community and so forth. It's, it's like, um, they feel like what's the point of me voting, putting someone in power just so for what, to benefit them. And I, I will say, I understand why people don't vote, even though I um, disagree with them. Not yeah, definitely that too. Um, I was gonna ask. You said you've been campaigning for about what you said seven, eight months now, or some, somewhere around there. Uh, I guess yeah. uh, during this time, guess yeah. you say what are some of the biggest hurdles you you've had um, just during during this time? Um, the biggest hurdle. Well, I'll say two. Two biggest hurdles would be fundraising because prior to this, already like I was one that was naturally not naturally like me already I already think there's too much money in politics 
Um, but running, I understand like running a campaign is not cheap, even though I still think there's too many much too much money in politics. Um, mm-hmm. But just fundraising um, was a challenge. Even though we came in, we knew that um, we weren't going to um, raise hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. We just wanted to keep our head afloat in which we have been and we in which we've been um, budgeting and everything. And that's what got us this far too. Um, and then another thing I will say, I don't, the main, a main problem or issue regarding the campaign was probably the um, certain types of backlash. Um, when coming in, I knew running in the Democratic Party and um, running against um, an incumbent wasn't going to like rub everybody off the right way and mm-hmm. so forth. But just to have like certain, I think it's the way the backlash came, like the emails, the burner Twitter accounts and Oof. so forth. And we found out who the Twitter accounts was. And, it, and like we tried to run the cleanest race as possible because I know yeah. at the end of the day, God is in control. And what you put out, um, you can't put out negativity and expect positivity back and so forth. But um, just small stuff like that, it just kind of like made me look at, you know, the, I don't know, just made me look at the whole process a certain way. Because I feel like when you run, you're running something bigger than yourself. So when certain things like that comes your way, it just makes it seem like it's personal. And or, um, I don't know, I just think it just, is detrimental not only to like someone like me but just to the party in general and i think it's important that we create safe spaces for people like me and my age group and so forth to want to be able to run and when stuff like that happens it kind of turns us turns us off to say the least oh yeah definitely for sure um also kind of i guess going on with it uh because we should we kind of should have started off with what were i guess some of your the main policies that you you've been um uh, I guess campaigning for with uh, your your whole uh, campaign that you're like these are like I guess the main three or four points that you're just trying to uh, get to people that, that hey this is what I'm running for this is like the big things I'm trying to change so what are some of those uh, big policies that you're really uh, aiming for with with your campaign so three main things is obviously prop um, property taxes and like housing mm-hmm. um, cost of living. Um, and social and racial equity. Um, those are like the main, um, and education too, but that's four things. But um, those are just like the main things that our campaign has been like pushing for because those are the main issues that people want to see change, um, especially within the district and also the state mm-hmm. of Texas to say the least. Um, but yeah, those are just those, I would say those four, three or four. All right, cool. Um... I, I, did you sorry, did you have any other questions? Because I, I I have just more like some fun questions after that. I'm gonna let you do your thing near the end here. She answered the important questions that I had. <laughs> like I said, I just want people. To not, <laughs> he said, "I'm gonna let you do your thing." Because basically, I just want not only people, not only young people to vote for you, but everyone in your district to vote for you. And because, like I said, I love not only just seeing uh, young women, but I like seeing young people be involved in this because. It was looking bleak. I um, no like Thank I'm you. gonna say it again. I thought it was gonna be nothing when I got old. It's gonna be nothing but more old white men running things <laughs> around here to yeah. where basically, yeah, I was like, we was gonna have to 
get everything in cash and build them bunkers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and that, get the goods ready. Yeah, I thought we was gonna have to live like that. Uh, when I got to about sixty plus, you know. So oh yeah, yeah. That's I what I was, when I saw you were running. I was, I was like, "Yo, shot." I was like, "We got a, a, a another black person, a young young black woman." Like she she ran. I was like, "We definitely got to reach out and have her on the, sure. on the episode and, and talk about this." Because again, like we did Jasmine Crocker when she was running, because we, we thought everything that she that was right around for. election season. Thank goodness yeah. I got to give my same speech. <laughs> Even though, like I said, we're gonna talk about what we're gonna talk about. We, I talked about it in the next episode after the results came in, but you know, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Even when like the odds are against you, um, regardless, you just have to take that step and don't let no one try to convince you you're incapable of anything. This is bigger than politics. I'm talking about owning your own business or being going to nursing school or going to medical school don't let no human flesh try to fix their mouth so comfortably and tell you you're incapable that's right that's right um i guess to kind of switch gears because i I just had like just a a few little just fun questions you know help the folks get to know you and all that so um me and shy we're we're big music heads on on, on this podcast Mm -hmm. We, we, we definitely talk about music a lot so uh, in the morning when you're getting ready, you know, to go campaign and head to the office and all that, <laughs> what, what's some, some songs, some go-to songs that you, you, you got on the playlist that when, you, when you're getting ready to uh, head to the office and campaign and all that? We won't judge. Okay. I swear. Okay, so in the, in the morning I do, um, okay, so it's kind of like separate, separate. So in the morning I do prayer, so I'm listening to like church music and so forth. But mm-hmm. like my, if you're asking like my main favorite artist, I- listen to like driving my car you know block one i'm listening to rod wave i don't care what no one says i know he's emotional what for rod wave i love flo millie i love chica. yeah chica i think chica's very underrated oh, i know she's pop, taking a baby. break i think she's taking a break from um music hip-hop or yeah. what for yeah she's, i don't know but yeah she's going like you know yeah. personal you know I love, issues and all that yeah i saw it on instagram i was like oh my goodness i love j cole I love Roddy Rich. Um, I like, I don't know if y'all heard of Stro. He was on X yeah. Factor. Yeah. Stro MC. I like a lot of music that like people don't be, like obviously I like the Megan's, the Kanye, well not really Kanye, Megan's, the Lil Wayne's and stuff, but I like music that a lot of people don't really <laughs> see my like. face. Like, you can like, yeah, it's a, don't let people lie to you and say, yeah, you ain't got it. You still got it. It's okay. <laughs> She was like, I ain't want to say that. I, I, like, like, I did listen to Young Donda. Oh, Kanye. I like, oh, well, yeah. Oh, Kanye. And some yeah. of them got it. Some of them, see, you can give me with them gospel song, but that's Kirk Franklin. I ain't going to mm-hmm. give yeah, y'all that credit. Mm-hmm. That'd, that'd be Kirk in, in uh, the Sunday Service Choir. That, that's who it is. Period. Uh, well, and I listen said, to a lot of Afrobeats. Like Afrobeats. Oh, me too. What are some, some Afrobeat yeah. artists that you like? Okay, I love Burner Boy. I like Joe Boy. Yes. I love Thames. I love... Okay. Um, Wizkid. I grew up on Wizkid, so the fact that like a lot of people are joining his hype now, like now. makes me happy. Yeah, it's just like Burner Boy two years ago. I was like, yeah, y'all been? <laughs> yeah, but mm, yeah, because yeah, I was like, I was like, I got hit to Wizkid on one of the Wale's old albums. On you said Wale's, Wale, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of his, uh, one of his older albums. Uh, he got Wizkid on on a song. Oh, uh, I don't remember. Uh, what song was it? Yeah, I, I felt the, the uh, let me look it up. Yeah, 
Cause I look, I can't think of the name to save my life. But I'm like, yeah, that was. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. I was. I was hip to Wiz Khalifa. Uh, yeah, um, my love off his uh, album Shine. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, uh, Wale, Wiz Kid, do it and do a Lipa. What's another person I like? Okay, <laughs> that's what's up. I like. Yeah, I like. I know. Uh, Wale like had tweeted one time. Like... He was like. He was like. Oh, go ahead. You said he was like, what? Oh, he broke up. What were you saying? Oh, no, you can go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I like how a lot of international artists are coming, or not international, like certain artists, like um, in like Niger and Ghana and all that, they're coming like worldwide, like international and stuff, especially in America. Shout out to Gold Link. Um, yeah. Definitely was the Americanized version of all of that happening as well. <laughs> he was definitely helping people because I was listening to Gold League one time. I was like, This sounds like okay, sounds like Afrobeat right here, especially one of my favorite song he has. Can't think of the name crew. of it right now. It's not crew, it's not crew. Oh. It, it's like it's a really like the beginning oh, of the song. I thought it was an hour, yeah, no, it's it's recent. I oh. thought it was an Afrobeat song, and I was like, It's, it's Gold Link. <laughs> 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 Uh, like, it starts. You're like, yeah, this is hard. Uh, so uh, you said J. Cole uh, wanted to ask, did you hear that the new guest verse he had on that uh, Benny the Butcher song? No. Oh, you, you gotta you gotta check that out after this. You gotta check that out. How mm -hmm. recent is this one? It came out Friday. I've been so MIA with like just even newer like music too, because this stuff like within the last I'll say like four months I'll say like really hit me. I was like, dang, because even on my playlist I'm just replaying the same stuff over and over again. But I'll for sure check that out. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll make sure we we we, we send. I haven't even listened. Do y'all listen to um? Do y'all listen to YBN Corday? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I just listened to that album finally last week. I, I, I really do like that one. Oh no, Cord Corday, he's really involved. I haven't, I haven't look even a, touched. But look what a good woman will do. I haven't touched the new album either. <laughs> look what a good woman will do for oh, yeah. My goodness, <laughs> he has gotten better the Facts. last two albums. I'm like, Facts. Corday, I know you had it in you, boy. <laughs> Eating better, he said, and I'm like, what? Like, well, let me find out Naomi a little Erica Badu. Find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, They're so cute together. I love it. Yeah. She promoted his album after she won um a match. That's why I was like, yeah, that, that's a that's a nice young couple right there. Oh, yeah, real? she um wrote the acronyms for his album from a bird's eye view. Oh because you're always supposed to sign. Oh. Yeah, you're always supposed to sign um the camera after you win, after you have your interview. And she mm -hmm. just put the acronyms for a bird's eye view. Oh my goodness! So she promoted this oh, album. Yeah. yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, they 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 legit, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't Quavo and Sweetie, y'all. This this is real. This, this, this ain't Quavo. <laughs> I like how they're not um so public too. Like everyone knows they're together, but they're they don't put their relationship like blasting yeah. in our face and stuff like that. Yeah, they just mm -hmm. yeah, they show up to each other's events. They support each other, and then. They do what they do at home or where they out on a date. They that's, that's it's not, not like it's this. not but that's what you that's what you're supposed to do in a relationship. It's not for everybody else, it's for you. Yeah. If that right, person make true. you happy, that's what it's about. So 
I like them. It's class. Well, she's a tennis player, so she got that little classiness. Because I know that boy has changed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he is a young oh, man yeah. now. He is not a boy. He is a young man now. He has changed. And I love what, the change. What was that? There was one album. I keep forgetting because I don't even remember, like, albums. Like, it's, I always remember songs. But there was one album. I think it was his debut album, whenever his first al- solo album. Do you all remember the name of that? Uh, what was the name of that? That's where, Lost, like, Lost is on no, 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 The Lost Boy. That's The Lost Boy. Yeah, love that one. It's Great. like, yeah, I think it was that one. That album, low key, reminded me, gave me very much like old Chance the Rapper vibes. No way. Oh, because he went from Maybe the YBM like, mixtape to to like, that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah mm-hmm. he, that's when he first met her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when he. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. so, <laughs> he went from that YBM. So, like, and you listen to that. You, Yeah, I don't know. I love that one though. Me it's so too. Different. It reminds me so much of. That's what I said. His last two yeah. albums after he after met Naomi Osaka has been nice. Cause I listened, to, like I said, I li- I still got songs from that YBM mixtape. Cause hey, I liked, I liked those those cats. They were they were pretty dope when yeah. they were together. But I listened to that compared to his last two mm-hmm. albums, solo albums. I'm like, <laughs> look what happened when you get a good woman and you start leaving the. Yeah, he said. I don't know. He he probably looks at his whole homeboys like I don't even know who them people are. Who are they? Mm-hmm. Baby, I'm gonna go in the kitchen. Man, take notes. You're thirsty. <laughs> I'm gonna go get us something to drink and then delete them numbers out of my phone because I don't know them no more. Delete them. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all men gotta take notes. Yeah, you gotta get. Yeah. I gotta get you a good one. If you got a good one, keep her. If you, if you haven't found a good one, look for her. She out there. And she'll be promoting your album on national TV. Yeah, you album. never know. <laughs> not your not your mixtape. Your album. The album. <laughs> your mixtape you did with Lil TT and them. Nah, hey, you keep that. You she ain't gonna promote that. <laughs> right. Uh, so but but that's all I guess I really want to say. I guess if uh, before we wrap up. Uh, can you just again, you know, uh, speak on how people can uh, connect with you, how they can donate, any anything else, and uh, mm-hmm. any I guess any other important things you want to make sure that the listeners uh, know about you or oh, your campaign and everything. Links are going to be available to keep this campaign going. Okay, so y'all can follow me on all platforms. It's Uduak for Texas, which is U D U A K F O R T X. Um, UduakForTexas.com is our website. Um, it has a direct donation link from there. Um, if you want to like volunteer, donate. If you want to just share any, or if you have questions, you can just email um, contact.uduakforhd113 at gmail.com. Um, that's, yeah, that's our social media. That's our uh, contact. Thank y'all for even like having me on here. It was really, really fun. Y'all are so nice and funny. <laughs> Um, but yeah, oh man, thank you for even. Uh, yeah, this is great. Emails, yes, because a lot of emails don't get answered. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is yeah. true. That is ladies true, ladies and gentlemen. Next, next ep- uh, episode, we have a political. 
person on it, a politician on here. We get to chastise Greg Abbott. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, early voting too. Don't forget, y'all. Early voting, February 14th, Valentine's Day. So okay. take your make sure y'all going on a date to the polls. Hey, go on a date to the polls. Let's go. Hey, go on I, a I, date I, to the polls. Hey. I gotta take a deep breath. I'm like, that does sound like something I do. <laughs> Before we go out to dinner, the 28th. Before we go out to dinner, we have to make sure we stamp our ballots and uh participate in the political process. If that's no, okay for... with you. If that's okay with you. <laughs> and then election day will be March 1st. Awesome. Yes, def- definitely. If y'all can't make it out to early, but make sure y'all get out there March 1st and everything. So I but... will be at Martin Martin Weiss rec. I will shoot a few uh, hoops, and then I will go to the back and cast my vote. <laughs> Wherever your political place is, please go look it up. Trust me, because you don't want. I'm mean, even though I think in Texas now, all you gotta do is have your ID and you can do your mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I mean it's been different. They're changing a lot of things, even oh with like God. mail-in ballots and all that stuff. It's been right, especially with things. COVID. Like, yeah. Oh, they're making it COVID. harder for people to vote. I'm telling you, they threw out half that. of the mail-in vote, fifty percent of mail-in vote um, ballots. So please go to the polls. Go straight wow. there. <laughs> just, just go because mm-hmm. they even um, now do like the COVID or the elderly and stuff. They'll bring you the ballot. They'll bring the ballot outside. Yeah. Please, please just go because oh my god, I didn't know they were doing that to this. They were still throwing away mail-in uh, ballots. I didn't know that. So. Mm-hmm. Go up there, show up in wow, person, flash your ID, let them know and that you are you. It's a, it's a it's a five minute process. I went to the Mandalay really? Center the last time, oh, um, yeah. in and out in like five minutes. Yeah, like I guess I'll community dog. <laughs> <laughs> Even with the hours, I know a lot of people want to extend it hours. That's what I was fighting for sports too, because you know people go to work, people have kids, people. Some mm. people don't are still quarantining because they're like. Um, because of COVID and everything, they're probably like their system, immune system is probably at risk or, but yeah. they're just making it harder for people. That's how you know your vote counts, everyone. Yeah. Because they are trying to snatch. Yeah. I did not know that because I know you could just pull up. As long as you had an ID that said Texas on it and you lived in that county or city, you could go and vote. It's not like I could go like to Tarrant County and be like, hey, yeah. I live in Dallas, but you know, as long as you lived in that county or something. Yeah. But now they done switched yeah. it to where you got to be like, hey, you only live five minutes away from there. I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. So, yeah. That's great. Yeah. But again, but thank again, you. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. No, and um, I was about to say something. My mind just went blank. But thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Anytime y'all need anything, you have my information. Yep, definitely. And the same. Same goes for us. We, Like I said, we're trying to make sure uh, we got all these people around us the mm-hmm. neighborhoods and the cities helping so thank you again yeah, thank you have a good night period thank you have a good one yep. bye